Welcome to the Energy with Ellie podcast. I'm Ellie and I am on a mission to get more women and specifically mums feeling confident, energetic and strong. This is a place for all my coaching clients, be it one-to-one or in my group coaching and just anyone who wants to listen to me blabber on. So without further ado, because long introductions are super annoying, here's today's episode. Welcome to your first live, if this is your first round, and welcome to a regular live, if this is not. Um, Because this is at 20 past eight, and this is not normal timing, um, my neighbours have decided to ride their scooters right outside our lounge window, and the dishwasher is on next door. So... We're not, ex- we're not in perfect territory here, but then this is the school holidays and that just is the theme of the six weeks is that it's not perfect, um, but we're just getting it done. We're muddling on through and as ever, I'm um, modelling my, well, you know, what I tell you guys to do in my own um, behaviours, even though they're slightly different things. So um, you may struggle to get your workouts in actually and so do I um, with the kids being at home but we get it done anyway we find the time and we do it so in normal circumstances when the kids are at school this would be done in the middle of the day it would be beautifully quiet no disruptions and yeah that's that's just not happening right now but that's fine um so there was no podcast last week it's been and no live last week so it's been two weeks since I've been on um as I've been on holiday and I think a lot of people will go away. This is a perfect time for holiday making. And, you know, when you're away, you might indulge. You may even overindulge. Um, Experience things that you don't get to experience at home. You may have Prosecco for breakfast. We definitely had Prosecco for breakfast. And I don't even drink. But I think I drank more on my previous holiday than I probably have in the last three years. And I didn't even drink that much. It was like a shandy a day. Um, but, you know, and, and there's other things that you on holiday. You may eat more than you would normally. Of course, you may move less than you do normally if you go on like a beach holiday. But what's important is not saying, oh, I've fallen off the wagon or oh, I fucked it. I've completely ruined everything. So I'm going to carry on this behaviour and then at some point I'll feel really, really crap about myself and then I might do something drastic and change again. Um, it's, you, you haven't fallen off a wagon. Like, there is no wagon to fall off. When you have these periods of time, like a week or a day or even one meal, one moment, that's fine because you can't change anything that's happened. What matters is you just make progress and move forward again. I'm just watching Ted Lasso and be a goldfish. So if you haven't seen it, just forget it. Forget about it, forget it happened and move forwards. And I really like that. You can't change anything. You can learn from stuff that you've done. In the, that you've done. Um, but some, when you go on holiday, do you really need to learn anything from that? I don't think you do. You're enjoying it. You can still be mindful and you can enjoy yourself, but maybe you've just enjoyed yourself more than you would do at home. 
and that's fine because how often do you get to go on holiday? Not that often. So if you are experiencing this, if you are away, if you are potentially indulging more than you had planned, A, if you are listening to this, you don't have to let that behaviour continue if you don't want it to. That's what you really have to ask yourself. Do I actually want to continue this? Because you are in control. There is not some other person inside of you controlling you. It is you. Um, But if that has already happened, if the week is done, if the two weeks is done, whatever it is, and you've, say, indulged in behaviour that that's not really what you have planned, but it doesn't matter because it's happened, all that matters now is you just get back to what you were doing. Just go back to it. It doesn't matter. Or if this is new behaviour to you, if you're new to the group, you need to act how you... Begin with the end in mind. So if you have a goal, if you keep acting in the way you have been before, nothing will change. You have to make a change to your behaviours and to your habits to, to get any change. And this is not just fat loss. This is literally anything in your life, your relationships your job, anything. If you keep behaving in exactly the same way but expecting things to change, you are completely mad. So with most of us here, you've come to me for fat loss or to get a faster time, whatever it might be, the majority of you are fat loss, you've got to make some changes. There's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight but if you keep behaving in the way that you have done for however long it's been, you are not going to see anything different. So you have to do different things. Um, and that is why I'm here. And it's actually remarkably easy. This, the science behind losing weight couldn't be more simple. But it is incredibly difficult because it's all behaviour change. You think most of us are in our 30s. We've possibly been acting in the way that we're acting and that there's a problem for 30 years. So we can't expect it to change overnight. It's difficult. And there will be times where you slip back. There will be times when you find it tough. And there will be times you just do things without even thinking. But that is okay. It's all part of the learning journey. And you have to learn. You need to learn about yourself. You need to learn your triggers. You need to learn why you do things. You need to learn and understand how they make you feel. So that you can have some respect for yourself and not keep doing it. Uh, You need to know what you want deep down, what you actually want to feel and be present in your life. You need to know that about yourself. It would be very easy for me to put you all on like a 1200 calorie diet and you'd all lose loads of weight. You'd probably look great if that's what you wanted. You'd probably feel like crap inside. Um, And then six weeks would be over. I'd be selling how amazing my plan was because you've all lost loads of weight showing off your photos, signing loads of people up. And meanwhile, you finish your six weeks and over the next six weeks, you put on way more weight than you lost because you feel awful and you didn't learn anything about yourself. This is such a long-term journey. It's lifelong. So if you have a goal of like losing 10 kilos in six months, make it two years or something. And But all the behaviours that we're going to learn to do are things that you will basically, they are the key to a healthy life long term. And I'm not saying, you know, we don't have to hit every single target every day. Sometimes it's just not going to happen. And I'm never going to like beast you or anything. But we just need to know that they need to be conscious thoughts in our minds. Um, You know, 
they're pretty bog standard healthy behaviors to be doing every day to be looking at our protein and i know that we've had day one no surprise a bit of a shock to the system to need to get over 100 grams of protein in to need to aim for over 100 grams of protein um but the fact that it's a conscious thought is so much better than what it was last week when you didn't even care about it when we may be eating mainly carbs because that's what we do um, so the fact that it's even a conscious thought in your mind is amazing and should be applauded. And will once you get used to eating, focusing on protein, that's you need it forever. And we need it more in 20 years than we do now. So if we can nail it now, get building some muscle, it's going to help us in the future. I love thinking about the future me. I do not want to get old and decrepit. I want to bow out disgracefully. I want to get ill and just die immediately. I don't want to suffer. And I want to live vigorously and enjoy everything I have. And I don't just want to be frail old lady on the couch. And I think, for me anyway, that that is a brilliant goal to aim for because it's a long one. It It's forever, you know? Think of someone old and frail. Don't be like that. There are plenty of people, especially with the you know social media, you can see... People that started strength training in their 70s and wow, like they are amazing. They are doing wonderful things that some 70 year olds you could see, you, you, they almost look 90. Um, but age is coming for us. And so we need to do everything we can to slow it down, basically. And so all these things that we're doing, getting healthy, get a good amount of sleep. You know, we're all way past, I hope, staying up to one o'clock in the morning scrolling or going out drinking every night of the week sleep is amazing for us we need our sleep we need to be eating mainly whole foods and for lots of fruit and lots of vegetables whole grains you know you could survive and lose weight on just eating mcdonald's and chocolate if as long as you're in a calorie deficit but you're not going to feel good and you're not going to be particularly healthy on the inside so it's eating beautiful whole foods, plant, basically the ideal diet for me as a kind of, uh, as an omnivore is a plant-based diet with meat. So that is mainly what I eat. And then a little sprinkle of, mm, you know, cookies, brownies and all that kind of stuff, but not too much, just a little bit so that I really enjoy them. Um, so yeah, this is a lifelong journey and I hope this is just the start for you like it was for me like four years ago okay so I just have a couple of questions because we are a nice small group as well this this time because it's the school holidays and um a lot of people have decided that now is not the time to focus on it and that's fine but you guys have which is awesome so yes the protein it is tough at first. And to be honest, it's probably quite good that you maybe find it marginally tough in the beginning because to go from potentially very low, I mean, I don't know. I know that this, you are dairy-free, so yes, potentially very low to then jumping up to 100, 100 grams plus is a big shock to the system and potentially you'd be very uncomfortable and would probably have quite bad wind, although you don't, you can't take away. So that's normally the bad one for that. So it's probably not a bad thing that you're going to go 
take it easy to, you know, to gradually increase your protein. As I said a minute ago, any increase is amazing anyway. So just keep plugging at it. And the fact that you're dairy free naturally is going to make it a little bit more complicated. Um, but for stuff like breakfast, you could make smoothies and like um, put like silken tofu in it. Uh, the thought of it that makes me feel a little bit sick, but people do it and people love it. I'm sure I would like it if I actually tried it. Um, so stuff like that. And then I do think it would probably be helpful to get a uh, vegan protein powder because you can get like 20 grams in one scoop, one dose. And it's, that's such a good start, especially if it's in the morning. And then I don't know if you like eggs or, um, that's other sources, but you can make pancakes and stuff. There's all sorts of things you can have, but if you like, um, if you can find a decent shake and you can afford it, um, it's a great way to get, to get that there. And it is an investment in your health to have muscle and that is going to help grow it, especially if you're resistance training, which you are because you're doing this program. Okay. Um, and then you said about tracking, tracking can be a little bit of a pain in the first instance, especially if you've got really elaborate meals, which is why it's really easy not to have really elaborate meals and just be very simple in an ideal world. I don't want you to track for this entire six weeks. I'd like you to do it for a couple of days slash a week until you get an understanding of what you want to be feeling. And we do want to be very mindful about what we're eating. How do we feel? Um, don't overeat. Don't eat when you're full. You want to eat till you're satisfied and you don't want to let yourself get really hungry before you eat. So you want to learn to listen to your body's cues, what it feels like. Um, if you're, if you find that your portions are either small or big, just knowing how that makes you feel, how do you feel afterwards? All this basically just want to be very in our in, in inner body experience, but using the tracking as a tool to understand what portion size is, or really want to be like if you want to lose weight, especially with stuff like carbohydrates because they are high in calorie and seemingly not much on the plate. Especially if you have something like pasta, um, it can seem like if you put on a bowl what you would normally have before you started taking any sort of um, awareness about what you're eating, you may be quite shocked at how high in calorie it is, um, which isn't necessarily a problem, but it is if you want to lose weight, you do need to have some kind of compromise. So it can be handy to like swap out half a portion of pasta and put on some more lean protein, winner. Um, studies are showing that like even a small increase in um, protein along with resistance training results in quite a lot of extra fat loss in, um, I believe, resistance trained individuals. Um, so having a high protein diet really is very beneficial for many things. Um, and the other one question, I feel like I'm going to sneeze, so hopefully that's going to disappear. Um, running. Uh, nutrition wise before and after a run I'm going to assume this is a long run uh, because you're training for a half marathon we should all go out for a run together because we all live near each other um so I find right so the general guidance is to eat one to two hours before a long run um and I think this is something that you need to learn about yourself because certain foods for some people will be horrendous like indigestion um, but you really do need the energy for a long run. So one to two hours before, 
um, bananas, oats, like peanut butter, stuff that's going to fuel you and not make you feel sick, basically. Um, but you need, you know, you need the sugar for the energy if you're going out for a long run, if you're running, because I know you're running, doing, you're doing a half marathon, so that's 12 miles. Just a minute. Um, it's not 12 miles, is it? Is it 13.1? Whatever. Um, you need fuel on board for your run, um, but you don't want to go too close because then you can feel horrendously sick. So with trial and error, but I think things like bananas are great. And I say whole like oats and things like that or peanut butter on toast. And then afterwards, um, we need, again, we need to replenish all the carbohydrate uh, that we've just lost on the run. So, um, complex carbohydrates, um, whole grains, peas, beans, stuff like that. Um, and definitely something high in protein to get the recovery process going. Um, but it, I think it is quite personal, um, in what makes you feel okay and not because I know that some people the last thing they want to do when they come back from a run is eat because it can suppress your appetite um so as you're starting to do more longer runs just trial it out see how you feel eating two hours before one hour before what kind of foods you're going to be having and you can get gels as well if you're going out for very long runs and you don't really feel like eating anything just to give you some carbs on board because you need that that's your energy source um and then you need to replenish it when you get back, basically. Um, I'm sure if you looked on like running websites, like, like specific calculators for carbohydrates per gram of body weight that you are, if you really want to get into the nitty gritty. Um, but yeah. So yeah, basically carbohydrates and then protein and carbohydrates when you get back. Okay, so that's the end of that. It's a very quick one. I hope to be doing one on Friday. Haven't thought about what it's going to be yet. It's been very chaotic since we got back from holiday. And um, yeah, ah, that's why it's 20 to 9, which is nearly my bedtime. Um, and I'm doing this now. So um, yeah, but basically, welcome on board to all you and you guys. And we are going to have an amazing time. It's a lovely, um, tight-knit group this time, which is hopefully going to work really well for everybody involved as nobody can slip through the net because I got my eyes on all of you um and yeah we can hopefully going to have some great success and get moving towards that healthy energetic feeling that I'm sure you all crave and want okay well I wish you all luck and I will no doubt speak to you later because we're now chatting on whatsapp all right see you all later bye Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please feel free to share the episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at ellie.t.pt. And don't forget to follow the show wherever you get your podcast from.